Welcome to Movies Your Life. I'm your host, Nathan Chandler. It's a new year, which means new beginnings and new movies. Also, it means an award show where we talk about the best movies from last year. I'm happy to welcome Whitney to get this year started right and talk about the Golden Globes that just aired this past Sunday. First off, how are you, Whitney? I'm great. How are you? Great. Uh, Are you excited about 2024? I am because I love odd numbers. I mean... What? I love even numbers. It's too late. That's why I say funny things. <laughs> I, I love even numbers. I'm so glad it's 2024. 2023. See you later. I know it's late, but you just did a really good workout on our new exercise bike. Mm-hmm. So I thought that would get you going for this conversation. Yeah, you thought wrong. <laughs> I thought wrong? Yeah. Now you're just crashing. <laughs> yep. Now it's time for watching TV. Well, I would say that over the break, we probably didn't get to watch as many movies as we were hoping to um maybe it was because of football games maybe it was because of all the people that were at our house during the holidays but we did we were able to catch a couple movies in we the went theater to three in the theater right yeah yeah that's yeah, pretty good pretty for good. us but yeah. we did we didn't actually watch too many at home yeah not as many as normal but I felt like we watched stuff. Yeah. Well, we're going to cover a couple of those movies here in a little bit. But before we do that, uh, I wanted to talk about the Golden Globe ceremony um, that really kickstarts the award season like for the rest of the year. It kind of... Snuck up on me. It does. It always does. Uh, almost kind of like the new Bachelor season. You're always like, oh my gosh, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's going on right now. Um, and so, uh, yeah... It, even though the Golden Globes is kind of weird, they've they've had a lot of controversy and they've had a changing of the guard. It's kind of like a rebrand for them and change networks. And um, we won't get into all of that, but needless to say, it gets people starting talking about movies. Like if you watched it last night, I'm sure there was a lot of people who had no idea about poor things. And so they're like, what's that movie? You know, so it's these type of movies that start getting some attention. So I, I had some uh, notes for you, Whitney, but just straight up, straight up, your initial reactions uh, to the show? Uh, the the MC was horrific. <laughs> I hated him so much. Um, boring, boring. Why they picked somebody, and I realized that I'm going to say nobody knows him. You're going to tell me that people do know him. But I, the majority of people don't know him. Let's get back to Billy Crystal when things were funny. <laughs> um, and people sang and dance, and it was like effort put in instead yeah. of just like crap. And then he like... It must be that generation to like want to tell us that things are late and delayed, but he's like, I only had 10 days to prep. And you want to be like, well, that looks bad on you, buddy. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just, I hated everything about him. Um, I, you know, we have seen a lot of those movies. I wasn't as shocked by them or the shows as some people may be. Um, I thought, I thought as far as that went, it was fine. Um, but I did not like him. I thought that was boring. I didn't get it. So this isn't, I don't think anything I've ever really asked you about before, but did you even watch these type of award shows before I came into your life? Yeah, we watched them. We always watched them back when they were really awesome, Uh, like I said, with like good beginners and things. But (laughs) I mean, like anytime they have a stand-up comedian, it's been horrible. Like now there's some funny comedian. I mean, I guess Billy Crystal was a stand-up, but those are like actors as well. And like when they just have like... Like, Ricky Gervais bombed for him, even though it was funny. Maybe he was on the well, other one. he was, uh, he really went after people in the crowd. Yeah. And it got a good response, but a lot of people in the crowd didn't, didn't, like appre- didn't appreciate sure. it. Yeah, but, but, like, it's the best when it's, like, just, just, like, making light of, like, the whole thing in general. Like, 
putting themselves in the movies, those were always hilarious. Like, just the, I don't know, there's just so many that do a better job. And then this guy was just flat. I mean, the audience looked bored. Yeah. We were, our group chat was going crazy. I, you know. <laughs> yeah, his name's uh, Joe Coy. And um, the only reason I kind of knew about him was he had a movie that came out not too long ago called Easter Sunday. But um, Well, he dates somebody. He used to be engaged to somebody famous. Oh, okay. Um, so, and I know he, he, he does stand up. That's really all I knew about him. Well, I'm never going to see him in stand up because <laughs> well, he made me want to punch myself in the face. Well, I would say this was probably one of the few times that like people were talking about him, uh, not because he was controversial, but just because the jokes were bad. Yeah. <laughs> and what I was, and like I said, I, you know, I don't, I don't follow him, but I do like stand up comedy a lot. Uh, what really got me was like how quickly he was throwing the other writers underneath the bus. Yeah. Um, you know, he was he he was bombing, but there's a way to handle that. And to me, I was a little surprised by his even though I don't know him. I mean, he's he's risen to a sort of fame. I mean, he had his own movie that released in the theaters. Like he's a he's a celebrity, right? And for him to quickly as a comedian go to me, it just felt really bottom rung to just start <laughs> blaming yeah. bad jokes and punchlines. And then he's like, my jokes are the ones that got laughs. I was just like, <laughs> I'm sure the writers were there and I'm sure they were not too happy because usually no. the writers they have are like comedic writers as well. So, yeah. uh, yeah, I was, I was a little surprised by it, but it was interesting too how Jim I mean, Gaffigan, however, was hilarious well, and he was on there and, and he didn't even get nominated for best stand up. Yeah. But he gave out the award. Yeah. And then it's like, why didn't you ask somebody like him that's like family friendly and like, it's just was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, a tradition, kind of what we have done in our household is I print out ballots. We all fill them out before the ceremony. We even let our girls fill them out, even though they don't know 75% of the movies. We give them to Whitney's parents. We give them to Debbie, our sister-in-law. We all fill them out. And uh, Hayden and Hallie both beat us. We'll beat all of us yeah. <laughs> this year. So we didn't do too good uh, with our predictions. Oh, I figured out who he dated. He dated Chelsea Handler. Okay. Um, oh, okay. And so, I mean, she's funny. She's really so funny. So that could help his street cred. But yeah. he sucks. <laughs> I thought he sucked. And yeah. I thought his female jokes were off color. And I didn't find him funny. Yeah. Well, I do think a standout from the show itself. I, I really thought, not. I would say not all the presenters work worked but i thought for the most part a lot of the pairs that came out were very memorable uh even though maybe some did or didn't work but carrie russell and ray romano yeah their funny. whole like that truth was bit was really funny um um oh i did oh, oh of course Kristen wig and will ferrell yeah that was great their I, dancing was just perfect. yeah and when that was happening i kind of wondered I those was two like, could have hosted yeah why don't why don't we mm-hmm. get these two to no, host we, a show you know why it's because they could pay him b b level Prices. Yeah, he was terrible. And um, Matt Damon and uh, what's ben, Affleck. ben Affleck. I thought they were going to be really funny as friends, and they didn't even do anything. They just made Why? them completely cardboard. Yeah, what yeah. was that about? <laughs> maybe know. they wouldn't. Maybe they didn't want to yeah. pay for them. Did they pay those presenters? You know, that's a good question. I don't know. 
It's interesting. Um, but like when the voice actors from uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, that whole like, you know, the writers bit, you know. Yeah. So there were some moments that I never thought I'd see one Kevin Costner and American uh, America Ferrar- uh, Ferrara together on stage. Yeah. But he just that yeah. was and she was doing her best to save the whole he segment. Was tired. It was late at night. It's like how you do that to me. He, yeah. That's the face he had on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, um so besides the presenters, I mean, a big night uh, for the movie Oppenheimer, for sure. Yeah. Like early on, you were, we kind of got a sense of like, oh, this is going to be their night. Yeah. Um, we Was it warranted? I, I Yes, I, I, I do, for sure. It's um, I didn't see it. I can't speak to Yeah, it. yeah. But um, I, I mean, everybody that kind of won, I mean, Christopher Nolan as director, all that. Yeah, very good. But even, um, I think Emily Blunt was even slated to win and she didn't actually but robert downing jr you know his award and all that kind of stuff so i thought it was a little interesting um you know momentum is going to go oppenheimer's way um i think lily gladstone winning for killers of the flower moon will keep that movie in the conversation but i was a little surprised of how little that movie was in the conversation yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, well, and also that guy announcer made really terrible jokes about Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. I yeah. didn't think they were f- fair or warranted. Yeah. I mean, especially living here, I didn't think it was yeah. fair or warranted. And I would, I, it's fair to say that I think maybe Barbie maybe lost some awards steam because I, I would feel like the Golden Globes, they won that new category for the, you know, cin- uh, mm-hmm. cinema breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for that, uh, but I thought this, if anything, if like Ryan Gosling was going to win or if Margot Robbie was going to win, this was an award show for it to happen and that did yeah. not happen. And so I mentioned Poor Things earlier. And so uh, that's a movie like I'm really uh, excited to see. And then a lot of talk we learned about Anatomy of a Fall. Yeah. <laughs> so Who knows? That's, Who knows? A, that's a French movie. I've heard of it. I heard it was good. It's, it's kind of almost like a legal drama, courtroom drama. Do you have to read? Is it subtitled? Yes. Oh. <laughs> when do you? Know? I just wanted to know. <laughs> and he says the person who now enjoys having closed captioning on, even if the show is that in is English. That is not true. <laughs> Get out of here. And then um, we've been wanting to see it for a long time. We have Peacock. It's, it's streaming there now, but a big night for the holdovers. Yeah. Uh, I want to see it. You know, people didn't act like it was as good as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And so I like held off seeing it, but. Yeah. Huh. We really, um, we, we need to watch it and mm-hmm. become the, I mean, because whatever we say goes, right? You know? Sure. Yeah. And so, so TV-wise, uh, Succession, big night for them. Once again, you kind of saw the momentum with the Actors Awards. And then The Bear was a big winner. Um, yeah, basically, if you yell at each other and hate your family, you're in. <laughs> Pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then Beef kind of goes along with that, winning yeah. the mini, all the kind of miniseries awards. But I would like to say all three of those shows were on my uh, my top 10 of the best TV shows of the year. So jury duty. I'm just glad it was nominated, but yeah. don't forget to go watch jury duty, find it, fill it out, like find wherever you can watch it. It's the best show on television. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Jim Gaffigan uh, presenting a new award for stand up comedy special. I, I would say maybe a little surprising that the Ricky Gervais one 
just one because I think it just released on Netflix on Christmas, so it's relatively new for a lot of the audience. But I just know Hallie watched the ceremony with us, and I just thought it was funny. They were listing all the nominees like Sarah Silverman and Wanda Sykes, and who else was oh Chris Rock and Amy Schumer. <laughs> instead, Amy instead of recognizing who they were in their faces, she was like, "Wait." Is that the voice from Madagascar? Is that the voice from... She was like, why are they all voices? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, funny. yeah. And I was like, they were all famous for doing stand-up first. It was just, I thought, a really funny moment. But, um, well, did the ceremony make you want to see any of the movies you didn't know about? Um, I guess, may- well, the holdovers. I yeah. want to see the holdovers. Maybe I'd see Oppenheimer from home where I can pause it and go to the bathroom and do it on four nights instead of one. Yeah. Um, I already saw Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, but mm, no. Was there yeah. any others I was supposed to want to see? No, no. I was just curious. So are you still willing to see Oppenheimer even though there's some black and white film that goes Oh, into no, it? I'm out. <laughs> I didn't know. So, well, um, I, th- I thought overall it wasn't like the, the worst ceremony. Um, I thought it might have had a chance being on a new network that it would feel completely different. It really didn't, you know, but there was a lot of star power in the room yeah, for sure. There was. Yeah. Taylor Swift. I thought that um, I actually when we first saw that scene, we just thought that she didn't hear him. Yeah. But I assume all those actors that know that it, the joke's about to be about them and the yeah. camera's on them. Yeah. But. Because um, her, her take a sip didn't look like intentional. It almost just looked like she couldn't hear him. But either way, I thought that was pretty awesome. I, thinking about in the moment, we both thought, oh, maybe she just wasn't listening. I, I do think maybe she was a stand-in for the rest of the room. I think she was already out on him and just was like, I, I'm You're just, done with this your- guy's not funny to me. Well, uh, Emma, I saw an interview with Emma Stone later today. Uh-huh. And uh, in the back of the room, she uh, jokingly called her an a-hole. <laughs> and like said, oh yeah, what an a hole for being my best friend or being a good friend for twenty years and for supporting women and for being here to support all of us and female empowerment and and also being nominated, which is why she was here because the person asked like why they thought Taylor Swift just tr- like came to the show and she was like she was nominated, you idiot, <laughs> like. But basically, like, just stood up for her in the back. I thought that was funny. Yeah, that is funny. And I, I want to give a shout-out to Jennifer Lawrence, who I thought was hilarious as they cut to the actors saying them. And she was mouthing the words, if I don't win, I'm getting out of here. I yeah. loved it. But then when Emma Stone did win, she just how excited she was. So yeah. I thought that was a neat moment. Well, um, kind of going into some of the movies that we watched, I did. I, I thought it would be good to maybe get your take. We talked about May-December uh quite a bit on the podcast with Mark on our top uh, films of the year. And you did watch it with us. So I just thought uh, maybe people would want to hear your opinion about the movie. Uh, yeah. So one day I was at home and I was uh, working out and uh, you know how Netflix just goes to the next thing or yeah. whatever. It just like started, but I was doing like a workout so I couldn't stop it. And I was like, all I could think was Nathan's going to walk in and think, why is Whitney watching this? Like, um, made for TV special. Like this is just so stupid. Like I wasn't listening to it. I couldn't hear it. I had like my book in, but just the the way it looked and the way it sounded. The music like, cues. Yeah. yeah. I just thought this is so weird. I can't believe this is just playing. Well, then I like showered and like I never turned it off. I was just on and when and he's like, "Who watched my movie?" And so then we rewatched it. But I had seen parts in it. I know. I realize it's supposed to look like that, and that's the style. But it is. It's pretty off putting that that's an award show winner. Yeah. 
But it is very fascinating, and it's left me lots to think about. So I would go watch it. Yeah, is it is it a, it's it's a movie as much as I loved it. I would be hesitant to just suggest it to anybody. Would you oh agree yeah, with no, that? you have to be. Uh, yeah, you got to have. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's super weird, and and uh, yeah, there's yeah. people I don't think should yeah. watch it. But that was. Um, I really like the performances in there. And actually, uh, Charles Melton, uh, who's in it, that was the one that really stood out to me. But last night was kind of a little, like, signal to me. Like, I think it'll get recognized maybe in the Oscars, but I don't think it's going to win anything. But No, probably because it looks like a B-rated movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a different movie. Even though movie. it was good while they were on there. I yeah. did like it. Yeah. You should watch it if you like movies and you're, you're into that sort of thing. Heady, kind of, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. It's got a dark comedy yeah. sense to it a little bit so for sure yeah well uh one of the first movies that we got to see in the theater was anyone but you uh directed by will gluck and so i would say um kind of like a throwback to i mean it definitely felt like a throwback to the romantic comedies that we've been covering <laughs> on yeah. this list a little bit but, a but little... it didn't it like didn't meet the bar of that either right right so i liked it as a date night but it was it didn't meet that bar yeah so if you're not familiar uh after an amazing first date uh b and ben's fiery attraction turns ice cold until they find themselves unexpectedly reunited at a destination wedding in australia so they do what any two mature adults would do pretend to be a couple I mean, everybody's been in that situation, right? (laughs) (laughs) Have you? Oh, I was like... It's being sarcastic. Oh, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) But the two leads here are Sydney Sweeney. But yeah, we should stop doing this at night. You're being mean to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not funny at night. I mean, if this was in the morning, I'd be a riot. Yeah, I know. When when are we going to do this in the morning? You would be terrible at it in the morning. I probably would, but... Uh, you'd probably like that. I'd just ask you questions. You'd get to do all the talking. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> but this movie is, uh, stars Glenn Powell and Sidney Sweeney. I liked him. Yeah, did you like the chemistry between them? Um, sure. She wasn't my favorite. Yeah. She's yeah. like kind of bleh. I Yeah, I, I was trying to pinpoint it. I did feel... So, in this movie... Uh, for lack of better terms, for a lot of the time, they're supposed to, they like hate each other, right? Then they're, they're supposed to pretend, you know, that they are a couple. And those moments that were supposed to be really funny of them like dogging each other and being mean to each other just felt really weird. But I actually thought the chemistry between them when they finally start liking each other, I actually felt that. I thought that was, that was good. But it was a movie that we, uh, we enjoyed. See, we had the opportunity to go in the afternoon, like the day the after popcorn break. Was delicious. My <laughs> yeah. seat was warm and my feet were up. It <laughs> yeah. was great. Yeah, and so we enjoyed just watching it and seeing it. I I, I like that a movie like this was in the theater. I, I don't, especially the way prices are now. I don't think I could, you know, tell somebody to just go out and see it. You know, but we enjoyed it. But definitely. Uh, once it's available to rent or stream, like a nice little, yeah, it was fun. yeah, yeah. Um, it was but, really pretty. I mentioned Mark already, but <laughs> he made a comment when I posted a, the review of it of like uh, something like, "Yeah, you know, how are these movies, you know, being generated by AI?" And I laughed because I was like, "Yeah, this movie kind of feels like that." It was like it's kind of like a plug and play type of yeah. thing for the genre, but. Sure. Yeah. Um, so the second movie, I'll go through it really fast because you didn't watch it with me. But I watched Saltburn, which is on Prime Video now, streaming now. And it's uh, the, by the director Emerald Fennel, 
who she directed Promising Young Woman. Do you remember that movie that we yeah, watched together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't we watch that like after your like knee surgery or something like I that? Don't know. But I, I liked know. it. Yeah. And so anyway, it kind of has that vibe, kind of a dark comedy, but it's uh, stars Barry Keegan who essentially it's at um yeah, they're at Oxford. He's at Oxford and he he just falls in love kind of obsessed with this other um, student who's played by Jacob Elordi. Are you familiar with him? So he's definitely like, what's the young generation? Gen Z? Is there one before that? Yeah, (laughs) But like he's, I think they're... not Gen Z. There's another one, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was in the, uh, apparently in the Kissing Booth series. Um, He played Elvis in Priscilla, a movie that just came out. But um, he's one, like he's about to host Saturday Night Live. But when you see him, you kind of like, oh yeah, he's kind of like the next big thing. So this character, Barry Keegan plays, uh, his name is Oliver, but he quickly finds himself drawn into this world of Felix because he comes from this like aristocratic family. And uh, Felix invites him to go to Saltburn during the summer and uh, Oliver meets this family and it just becomes like, it's just bizarre. It's kind of a little bit... I, I really like, I mean, the shots in it are beautiful. I, I think it's um, a really good uh, kind of analysis of like what we would do to achieve wealth or like, but it's almost kind of like, yeah, you think you want to be rich and do these things. But when you see this family, they're just weird and in their own world. But um, it's definitely a movie that if, if you watch it, it really, you either fall in the camp of loving it or hating it. I, this is not a movie I would suggest just to anybody. I might would suggest it to your parents, but I would almost be a little hesitant to <laughs> uh, let them watch it. But anyway, that's one. I think definitely if you're, if you're open to, uh, open-minded to some weirdness, uh, maybe that one uh, you should check out. I so, didn't see it. You didn't, no. So. so if you like me, don't see it. <laughs> like if you're like me yeah like yeah mm-hmm. um so uh the other movie i was going to touch on we saw this the day after christmas all as a family and we went and saw wonka directed by paul king so uh i don't think i really have to give a synopsis of wonka but it's essentially a prequel uh to the character um very much a family film very much a musical uh, i i i loved I, it you loved it yeah yeah I loved it. Uh, yeah. What, I, I was surprised that, I don't know, I wasn't paying attention that I didn't know it was just a prequel. I thought it was going to be more of the other story, but I liked how they weaved, like, why the other story happened within the prequel. Um, like, lots of the different parts and the parts that he, like, the types of candies he made were because of that prequel. Mm-hmm. I, I just I just thought it was great. I liked yeah. him as Wonka. Yeah. I, uh, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, yeah. I was happy. I just thought it was great. Yeah. And um, we all liked it. I mean, so mm-hmm. Hayden, who sometimes has a little hard time sticking with movies, she yeah. was she thoroughly was in. in. And yeah. dance and sing. Yeah. And, yeah. And yeah. Hallie liked it. Your parents liked mm-hmm. it. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I thought the music was pretty good. Um, it just it hit right as far as the kind of over the top characters mm-hmm. um, in it for sure. I, I still my heart still very much belongs to the original. I I don't know. I mean, there's some references, but I, you know these are two very very different <laughs> movies. But I did enjoy how they even utilized pure imagination at the end of this movie um, to kind of tie it. And, yeah. that, and the song worked. It just wasn't just a grab, just of like. Because you know this song, so yeah, yeah. What did you think about Timothy Chalamet as a singer? I, I liked it. <laughs> he did. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was good. I didn't yeah. think he was just uh, amazing, but yeah. 
Um, he was making out with a Jenner last night. I forgot oh yeah, which with one. a Jenner. <laughs> One of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Hadley's, uh, we, we really enjoyed that movie. A lot of my friends uh, who've gone seen it really enjoyed it. And then we actually saw another musical, a very different musical, The Color of Purple. Um, so uh, what were your thoughts about that? I really liked it. I keep going back to it. Um, so at the, the very beginning of The Color of Purple, though, and this isn't like giving anything away, but um, – I, the first 10 minutes, I wasn't there. I, I don't know if they did something wrong or I just couldn't get there. But the first 10 minutes, I was very concerned about... Um, I felt like it, they were like making a mockery of of the movie yeah. or of the story. And I didn't like that until I could really get into the grasp that it was a stage play. And once I got into this like stage play feel and like that it was a musical and they were setting scenes all the time i could like relax into that and then i i thoroughly enjoyed it the things i've gone back to is just really liking and i know the story was already there and rich and full but just like really liking that um she built this community around her and i felt like you could really see that in all the people and you could understand like how each person was connected um anyway those are the thoughts i keep going back to yeah um but I thought it was really pretty. I made me want to actually see the musical where before I'd be like, why would somebody want to go see it? I mean, like, that's a hard musical to see. Yeah. And like, I yeah. couldn't understand it, but I, I just, I, I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, I, I thought there was something just thinking about the movie. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I like you. I, I just think it's a powerful story. It's just a really really good story one you can really latch on to there was something a little disjointed uh, to me as a film as a whole sometimes again it felt like different movies despite having some really amazing performances um and then also uh, like you mentioned just some of the shots like the closing shot was like we both loved it <laughs> and, yeah. and you know so there's like imagery that's really really strong um i think i was a little surprised um that it wasn't Danielle Jones got recognized uh, by the Golden Globes uh, for her performance. But I was a little surprised that, I mean, this movie to me seemed ripe. I could see how it would maybe get cut on the Oscar floor, but I was a little surprised it wasn't recognized as uh, best musical or comedy uh, of the year, honestly, from the Golden Globes. Um, but uh, yeah. I think the beginning disjoint, like the beginning kind of messed with it. Yeah. Um, but I, I did. I do think you should go see it. And if your hesitancy was like me, that just the color purple was hard, I don't feel like it was... I mean, obviously the subject is hard, but I think that you should definitely go and see it because I think it was good. Yeah. I wanted to say, uh, you mentioned this, and I just thought it might be a funny story to tell, but uh, the star of this is Fantasia Brino, who's... Uh, especially famous for winning American Idol. And you've actually seen her before in concert. Yeah, I was leaving. Well, uh, when I went to um, D.C. for um, the Little Red Wagon, is like a type of a, non- a nonprofit that helps protect children. And they took a bunch of us out to D.C. And we got to do all of this cool stuff when I was working for the city of Arlington. And um, we uh, went to the this really cool venue in DC and then Fantasia came out and it was right when she was just popular. Mm. And so we were all like, what? Anyway, yeah. but I, I was like, that was Fantasia. When I saw <laughs> the end, it was weird. Re- recommendations. 
So those are kind of the movies uh, that we were able to see uh, over the break. Uh, for the recommendations section, I, I didn't prep Whitney uh, for this, but I thought we would have a shared but He one. didn't prep me for this. He didn't tell me we were even going to have this conversation until tonight. Last week, I mentioned doing a podcast about the Golden Globes. So I didn't even know the Golden Globes were on last night. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, so I thought I, I don't think you'll have any arguments to this being like a shared recommendation section. But well, I have my own. You have your own? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay. I just finished listening to Thank Thank You for Listening, which is kind of funny. Thank you for listening by Julia Whalen. On my books on tape that I love so much, yeah. and I really liked it. But what I really liked about it was it was all about um, audio book um, narrators, yeah. basically, and all the prep that they do. And so I think I'm going to listen to audio books in a totally different manner. <laughs> but um, it was fictional. It was not yeah. about that. It wasn't like about the study of how to do audio books. But yeah. it was all about that, and I really liked it. Yeah. Okay. And Good. I'd like it to be a movie. Okay. And then we could cover it as a rom com. Okay. <laughs> That is all. Exciting times. That's a good good title. Uh, that's a that would be a great title for a podcast. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yep. Probably is good recommendation. So uh, my recommendation is a TV series we actually got to finish up over the break, and that is Colin from Accounts. Oh yeah, I want that to be mine too. <laughs> I know that's why I'm saying it's shared. Okay, and it's then, good. And then you just had to have your own. That's so, true. Yeah, but I liked it too. Yeah. Maybe Saltburn is mine since she just fell asleep as I was talking about that. Yeah, that was boring. <laughs> uh, Colin from Accounts is a wonderful show, and I know a lot of you aren't going to have whatever you're supposed to watch it on. Peacock? It, it's Paramount, on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, but it's very good, and you should go figure out how to watch it. And I loved it a lot. Yep, yep. So um, basically, it's a, it's an import uh, from Australia. Um, I and, love Australian yeah. television shows. Offspring is my favorite show. Yeah. Um, so the setup is Ashley and Gordon, two singlish complex humans who are brought together by a car accident and an injured dog, are flawed, funny people choosing each other and being brave enough to show their true selves and navigate life together. That makes it maybe sound a little sweeter uh, than it is, <laughs> but it is a sweet movie, but we really connect to their... It's a TV show. Oh, sorry, TV show. We really connected to the dark humor of yeah. it, and uh, there's kind of some, I would say, age jokes. He's in his early 40s. She's like just turns 30 in the show, so there's some dynamics there. Um, and the actors' names are Patrick Brammel and Harriet Dyer. And so we just started this because actually your mom told us about it, and we just loved it. And we recognized her from American Auto, really liked her there. She played the marketing communications manager, very funny. Had no idea she was Australian. But as we were digging into the show, because you were as we were watching, you were really panicked that this was the only season. And so doing some research, we find out that they're married. So we thought that it was, was a really even cool. Better. <laughs> yeah. So that, married in real life. Yeah. So that brings kind of a fun dynamic to the show just because uh just thinking about like when they have the fights that they do or joking around with each other. But um it's just a I mean, thirty minute show, really, really funny. Um 
it is it earns its like mature rating so i think yeah. it's good to we watch a that. lot of things with hallie but we couldn't watch that one no we couldn't watch that one so even we kind of debated it because we had seen the first episode and laughed so much then it was a while before we saw the second one but then when we saw the second one we we're like yeah no she can't see this mm-hmm. one so uh anyway those are our recommendations uh, as always uh, check out moviesarelife.com for episode reviews and more if you love this podcast please take a moment to rate and review it this really helps us with finding new listeners also please consider supporting our podcast uh, there's a donate link both in this episode's description and on the homepage of our website no donation is too big or too small the support you offer goes a long way in helping us continue producing the content you love and uh thanks whitney for even though i felt like you've been mad at me the whole time yeah, during this thank thing. you for listening <laughs> for listening um just as we close out what is one thing you're most looking forward to in 2024 hmm i guess our 15 year wedding anniversary oh man really turned that on me (laughs) 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 what do you give someone in their 15 year anniversary there's probably a uh, rule of them. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you hope to get on your 15th year? You gotta figure it out. <laughs> Will it be another uh, podcast episode <laughs> yeah, discussion at 8 at night? Or 9 or whatever time it is. <laughs> well, uh, I hope everybody has a great week. Next week, we'll, we'll be jumping back into the rom-com list. So, really excited about this year and all the new things to come. Thank you for listening. <laughs>